Welcome back to another episode of Bop to This Music, and we are going to do another special episode for you guys today. So um, we're kind of holding off on talking about new music. Um, the new year is coming, so new music will be on the horizon at some point, but we want to give you guys a couple special episodes first. TBH, we've been disappointed by the music that's been released as of late. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's true. Uh, 2018 was not the best year as far as music, and that kind of presented itself in our episodes as we only talked about a select few artists. I think it's why we kind of had a hiatus for a bit, is because like we're like... We're not excited by mm-hmm. any music that just made us want to talk about it. Right. Um, but I'm excited for 2019. I think there's a lot of great stuff ahead in this year. Yeah, there's supposed to be quite a few artists releasing new music. So we will see if they stay true to their word. But the focus of today's episode is um, girls. <laughs> girl groups. <laughs> right? Girl groups? Girl groups. I like to call them women groups, actually. Female groups? Yes. All female groups. Okay. <laughs> why why do you I know I'm kidding. I think girl that? groups girl group sounds like a childish thing, but I mean that's it's regardless of what. Semantics. Yeah, we're talking about groups with all females in it that just mm-hmm. do pop. Yeah, and I think we're only focusing on the last 20, 20 years or so. Um, so we're not going back to uh, the 60s. Well, let me give you a big... With big, Diana Ross and the Supremes. Yeah, and let me give you guys... I'm going to preface everything now. It's a huge asterisk with this with this episode. Um, I don't know if Drew knows what I'm going to say right now. No, He's looking at me with like a very, like, what the hell are you about to say face. He's scaring me. There is no Jesse's child in this episode. Yes, there is. Wait. Yeah. By who? Wait, what? I just changed my pick. Wait, you changed your pick? Yeah. Oh. Oh, my God. Well, interesting. These are the keep things interesting now. Okay, but who's the other group that there's nothing in here? Oh, Spice Girls. There's no Spice Girls. That's what it is. Yeah. So there's no Spice Girls, which obviously is a big thing, but honestly, we'd be basic as hell to pick that damn <laughs> group. I'm sorry. So I have no fucking apologies about it. We're going to own it. I mean, I, th- I feel like... We just know that one song that they have. And... Wanna be my... Come on, you know more than Wannabe. No, what? that's all I know. Did you ever see the movie? No. Drew. Oh my God, guys. Let me... There was a movie? Let I... me educate him. <laughs> I didn't oh, even know there geez. was a movie. Because they literally had a movie come out when I was in kindergarten. It was huge. You remember this from kindergarten? Yeah, I made my dad take me. Oh my god. And then my dad took me to go see it. And then I remember in kindergarten, I instructed kids in my class. I recruited the five girls to be the Spice Girls, no joke. And I recruited... Were you one of the Spice Girls? No, I was not. I was the director. And then I recruited a couple boys, to one to be the manager, and one to be like... There's like aliens in the movie. It's really weird. You gotta see the movie. It's very damn weird. But regardless... (laughs) I think I'll skip it. Yeah, well, I was very impacted by the Spice Girls growing up. I was a big fan of them. And I've loved pop girls, pop girl groups, my entire life, honestly. Wow, sounds like we got the perfect episode for you then. Yeah. Well, should we... I think what we're going to do is we're going to each talk about our three favorite girl group tracks. And you know, honestly, I'm going to preface this and say mines are not necessarily favorite tracks from them. Um, I definitely have a lot deep cuts, deep cuts that are my favorite tracks, mm-hmm. but for the sake of, for you guys to understand why I like the girl group that I've selected. You got to go back to the popular. Yeah. Singles. You got to go to what you know mm-hmm. as an entryway into understanding more 
That makes sense. Yeah. Drew, kick us off. Okay, so my first girl group song is Sledgehammer by Fifth Harmony. So go ahead and take a listen and then we'll talk about it. So that was Sledgehammer from Fifth Harmony, the since broken up group. Better known as Slayhammer. Oh, I had not heard of that. I call it that, right? Oh, okay. It is a, definitely a slay-worthy track. Um, yeah, it's it's the first song that made me fall in love with Fifth Harmony, actually, because um, their first single um, was Boss. Correct. I didn't really care for that one. Yeah, I wasn't a fan of that. That was more of a R&B type of song. But this uh, this song, Sledgehammer, kind of paved their way into the pop world, yeah, if you will. it's an entry song, honestly, too. Like, I was a big Fifth Harmony fan on the um, X Factor. Um, I was religiously invested in that show. And <laughs> at first, I didn't really care for them actually at all. I wanted them to leave really bad. But literally, that show, you saw their progress each episode. They started at a very low yeah. point, and nothing was going right. They just weren't yeah. meshing with yeah, each other. Yeah, they were other. not doing well. But they found it, mm-hmm. and they arguably are probably the like biggest success of that entire series. Oh, yeah. Um, but... This song, like, I mean, their first couple songs, I was not into it. And then this song was probably the one that actually got me into them, too, too. Yeah, it's it's just got, like, a fist-pounding... Sledgehammer-type beat. (laughs) Heart-pumping beats to it. It's it's such a undeniably catchy It's euphoric at some times, too. I mean, the lyrics are about... But, you know, you're getting to know someone and, like, they just like, get you so excited. You're like, oh, my God, like, this yeah. feeling. It's, it, they capture it really well in the song. Yeah, it's that deep kind of love where it's, like, every time you Think you are it. thinking about this person or with this person, that heartbeat just, it just goes nonstop. Or your pulse hits like a slip. Yeah, it's that strong. So, um, and I also like how it showcases each of the, the yeah, Harmony members' vocals. Um, There's one person, though, that does, that really, like, owns a song. Do you know what I'm talking about? Camila? Yeah, I, I hate to say <laughs> it. Like, uh, big disclosure now, I love Fifth Harmony. I miss them a lot. Um, uh-huh. I thought Camila made a big mistake by leaving so early. I don't like her as a person. I feel like I just, I don't, <laughs> she doesn't seem authentic to me. But in this song, her vocals are so Oh, she on kills point. it. Oh my yeah. God, she kills it. And that's true with a number of their songs um, that she's a part of. Not though. all of them, but yeah, there are well, some. Sometimes she she also is an over-singer. She is. I, I feel like she, she definitely almost. tries to be the the focal point of the group. Yeah, um, too much. Which makes sense that she wanted to pursue a solo career yeah. and... I mean, her her debut album did do well. It had some it had some commercially popular tracks. So, yeah. um, Camila did well for herself by leaving. But I I do miss them as a a five some and and 
how they're non-existent anymore. So yeah, well, they're on hiatus technically. They didn't say they were done forever. Yeah, I think they'll be back, um, and I'm pretty sure all five will be back someday. You I, think I, so? Oh, I can see it. Okay, I can totally see it. Um, the well, love bygones be so. bygones. Do you did you see? This is a tangent, but did you see um, the award show where Nikki or um, Tiffany Haddish was like? Oh, you know, for those sitting at home, including Fifth Harmony, watching the show, <laughs> like, and the entire like audience was like, ooh, including Camila, because oh, Camila was there. yeah, and her face was like this, like, was disappointed in the oh. joke, and like, even though the fifth the Fifth Harmony group with just the four of them, they mm-hmm. kind of made a a knock at Camila for leaving, yeah, and that uh, and that performance, oh I forget God. which it was, was. Um, it was a yeah, it was. Oh God, I forgot, but I loved it. Like the AMAs, it. maybe it was so petty. I think it was AMAs, something like that. They like knocked over the. Film no, it was VMAs. 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 I mean, it was a moment. People were talking about it. It was amazing. Yeah. So regardless, though, it's so funny because the song it, to us was the entryway to their career, but it didn't end up being their sound they went with. Not no. too much of it. No, not really. They still stuck with the R and B. Yeah, they um, went back to it. The R and B vibe, and I mean, their biggest hit to date, "Work from Home," it does have that R and B influence. Yeah. Um, but for Rhythmic. me, yeah. for me, "Sledgehammer" will always be my favorite from them. It's definitely a great track, and if you guys have not taken a listen to it, honestly, do it now. Yeah. Pause this episode. <laughs> Go to iTunes, Google Play, whatever you need to do, Spotify, and listen to it. Yes, please do. Um, Mike, what would be your first girl group track? So I'm going to do mine in chronological order. Okay. Um, and this one is called No More Baby, I'ma Do Right by 3LW. Okay. was No More Baby I'm A Do Right by 3LW. I chose this one because it's a little bit kind of like off the cuff of what we've been doing. Um, It's definitely a uh, past 20 years track. It was released in 2000. Mm -hmm. And to me, this like screams my childhood when back in the day where I listened to the radio like religiously, Mm -hmm. um, it's such a song that represents the R&B flavor of that time. Sure, yeah. um, and it's just a, like a feel-good song, you know? It's um, 3LW is an interesting group, you know? It's called, it stands for Three Little Women. Oh, okay. Yeah, and OVS. And um, I don't know, I had to pick this one because it's just like when I was looking through my, my list of girl groups, I'm like, oh my God, they released a couple good songs, but they did it well. Mm-hmm. So... I didn't know they were called 3LW. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I wasn't familiar with the girl group itself. I I have heard this song before, and yeah, it's a really it's a really chill, feel good song. Um, like you said, with those R and B influences, and I really think it it speaks to that time, like that late nineteen nineties, early two thousands mm-hmm. era. Oh my god, yeah. Um, it was very R and B soulful. Um, type of music and it reminds me almost of um, TLC and I don't think yeah. we have any TLC songs on this list Oops. But, <laughs> but yeah that's what I was instantly reminded of was um, 
this type of sound that TLC put out. Yeah, I mean, it, they kind of are like a mesh of TLC and Destiny's Child, mm-hmm. um, and that they have that R and B, um, predominantly African American women girl group, which is why I felt like, unfortunately, I feel like industry pop standards kind of they can only have one of those girl groups which is unfortunate but like that's kind um, of why they didn't yeah I mean, I mean they had modest hits but like this was definitely their biggest and I hit the top 30 mm-hmm. on the US top 100 um, I think what's interesting is about them is that they didn't last long they had two studio albums uh, and then one of the members left and they had all these transitions mm-hmm. but two of the girls actually ended up doing the Cheetah Girls did you no know that? way. Yeah. Really? I, I never watched the Cheetah Girls, so I, you might See, know. I love the Cheetah Girls. Do you, see, do you know Adrian Bailon? Yes. She's one of them. Really? Yeah. And then, I don't know who the other one is. I forget. But um, Was it the African-American one? It wasn't Raven, so whoever the other one is. Hmm. Oh, it's oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. So I, it's so funny that they that they literally transitioned to those other things. So they still still had success. That's crazy. You didn't know that? That's so no. funny. Um, and have you heard a lot of the Cheetah Girl stuff? Or I, no? no, that was like not my thing. Okay. Um, I mean, even though it was like a Disney type of program and a Disney group, yeah. they they had some really good songs. And, and well, it sounds like they carried over their good spirit from DLW into that girl. Yeah, that's so fascinating. Yeah. yeah. So, and I mean, yeah, I mean, Adrian Bailon above anyone else has definitely made a career of herself. She's on, I think it's the, the real, real. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, right now, and you know, she's friends with famous stars like. Rob Some, Kardashian. Yeah. She used to date. Did, did they date? I think so. Oh. Yeah. So, I mean, she, she's, she's made a name for herself in her own right, not as a singer, but as as an entertainer. Mm-hmm. So um, I just I had to pick them because it's interesting to see how that girl group morphed yeah. into that. That's so crazy. Is your mind blown? It is. Thank you for bringing that up to the table because I would not have known that otherwise. And Absolutely. Wow. So what is your... Second girl group choice. My second girl group choice is from a girl group called Danity Kane, and the song. I think we know that one. <laughs> the song is called Damaged. So take a listen. My second girl group track um, favorite that's called Damage by Danity Kane. And Danity Kane, they started off as a five person group and they were formed on the reality show Making, Making the, the Bands Band. with uh, Diddy or P. Diddy or whatever Diddy. he goes by now. Um, and he actually makes a brief appearance on the song toward the ends, which is kind of his go-to as a producer. Yeah, really, he like loves himself. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, I really like this song. Um, it's got it has some like syncopated vocals at the beginning, kind of very yeah. uh, staccato-like almost, um, and it's kind of a it's kind of a low-key uh, slow jam almost, but it also has like some some electronic electronic vibes to it as well. So, yeah. um, I don't know. Whenever I hear it, I, I 
bang my head to it and I like to dance to it. Um, although I will say, after listening to the lyrics, I, I'm not a big fan of the lyrics as much as the sonic um, ele- the sonic elements of the song. Well, because it talks about how my heart's damaged, like, which is fine. Fix it for me. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah my heart's damaged. Like it, the, like I went through this relationship or this, this previous lover of mine, he hurt my heart. He, yeah. <laughs> he damaged my heart. And now I'm expecting you to fix it, which is not what the expectation should be at all for a future lover, future. It's not sustainable. Lover. Not sustainable. When I first heard this track, which I see, this is from their second album, mm-hmm. um, and so I had already heard music from them. To be honest, I've never been a huge fan of Danny Kane. I've never understood why people like them so much. Um, to me, they just lacked that X factor, that power, you know, the star power of like, mm-hmm. wow, those, those are really big stars up there. Like, yes, they could all dance. Yes, they were semi decent vocally, but. I never got why they were so popular. Mm-hmm. Um, the song was good. I think it was a modest hit, right? Um, I don't know what where it peaked at on the charts, but you know, I think it was their best charting hit. It probably um, was of all the ones they put out. Um, and then, so we're actually doing a little fact, quick fact checked right here. Um, yeah, yeah. It hit number ten on yeah. the which, Billboard Hot One Hundred, which is an accomplishment. But I don't know. I mean, to me, the song has never done it for me. Um, it's not one of the tracks that I would like listen to out of the ordinary. If I heard it, I'd probably click uh, skip on the radio, or whatever <laughs> that what may be. And I don't think it's aged well, really, either. It's like, I mean, it's so representative of that time that it was released, which is what like the mid two thousands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely one you have to be in the mood to to listen to, and um, it it didn't age very well, so it's kind of stuck in that that time yeah. period. So. I can see where you're coming from with that. Um, I just I just like it for its dance worthiness. Um, but after listening to the lyrics, I'm not a big fan of that. Excellent. Um, <laughs> and I will agree with you that um, there's not really a standout, like we were just talking with Fifth Harmony, mm-hmm. there's not really a standout showcasing of vocals. It's mostly yeah. like one singer from the group, and then the others are offering background vocals almost. So... Um. Yeah, no. I mean, I, I've seen performance of them. They all sing, but mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, no one stands out vocally. Yeah. Um, I, I do like a couple songs off of that same record this song was off of. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was called Welcome to the... God, Welcome to the Dollhouse, maybe? I forgot what it was, but... That was the name of the album, I think. Which is so funny, because it's like, yeah, Dollhouse, which is so weird, because Pussycat Dolls were out that time, and they pale in comparison to the Pussycat Dolls. I will agree with you on that. Statement. Absolutely. <laughs> well, that's a good transition. Is it? Yeah. Oh. Because my third pick is Stick With You by the one, the only, the Pussycat Dolls. Ooh, let's take a listen. Everybody's breaking up and throwing their love away. But I know I got a good thing right here. That's why I say, hey, nobody gonna love me Was Stick With You by the Pussycat Dolls, the iconic 
Pussycat Dolls song released in 2005. Um, I believe, let me double check here, it was the second single following their major hit, Don't Ya? Um, oh, that was the same album? Yeah. Oh, God, did you not know that? Dog. No. Um, I remember being obsessed with this song. Um, I would play it nonstop, and it was, I remember, like, it really got hot around the wintertime. Uh-huh. So I remember it being, like, such a, a warm feeling of a song and such a cold and dreary time of the year. Um, it definitely pulls at your heartstrings. It does. It's such a good, like, I, and I think what I like about it, and let me back this up a little bit, actually, and I'll say is that I love the Pussycat Dolls because, to me, they uh, were just so different than any other girl group that you really had kind of experienced, like, I mean, at that time. they were really, besides the aforementioned Danny Kane, they were really the only girl group around at that time. They were, but they also were the only girl group that was, like, sexual. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, they owned it. Like, they were doing the burlesque whole thing. They started off as a burlesque group. Um, and they totally like modernize what a girl group is. Mm-hmm. And what I liked about this song is that it was totally different than what their image was in that yeah. first single, Don't Ya. Yeah. And very different from their follow up single. I don't know when it came out, but um, when I grew up, that was also um, very in your face and very forward. And um, yeah, this was just this was just a departure from that whole persona like you were saying and it's very heartfelt it's it's a an r&b soul love ballad basically Mm -hmm. and um yeah i mean nicole scherzinger she's definitely the star of the pussy guy but all of them can sing they all um their second album i remember um in the deluxe edition on the second disc, they had a song from every single member mm-hmm. of the Pussycat Dolls singing. And they were all fine singers. Yeah. But Nicole Scherzinger, I mean, at the beginning, was literally destined to be a star. Yeah. And she does most of the singing on this track as well. She does yeah. the verses and then she yeah, does she the does, chorus. she literally so. does all of it. So, I mean... She never became a star after the Pussycat Dolls, though, as she thought she would. She was a couple of good hits. She had a couple of songs. A couple of songs, not when they had their hits, but like yeah. in the U.S., she was not good. Yeah. Bad decision. Yeah. I just love the message of this song, because um, at the beginning, she's like, seems like everybody's breaking up. Yeah. And, and then... Throwing their love away. Yeah. she's But then she offers this, this uh, message of hopefulness, and that love does really exist, and... Um, there's there's a reality of love that does does act as a possibility for her and yeah. for the group. So and what she's in. Yeah. So I love that it's like just very toned down from from their other work, and um, it's just a beautiful piece. Oh, and it's still a groovy ballad. Like mm-hmm. it's a ballad, but it's, it's it's definitely not groovy. But it has a little tone and rhythm to it. You know, actually, it's not just a sleeper. Yeah. Um, and I, yeah, to me, like, this is like, it sets them apart because they were still able to do ballads and like they did, I hate this part, which wasn't necessarily a ballad, but still like a very like mid tempo. Yeah. And I mean, they were versatile. I would say, um, I miss them a lot. I'm, did you know that this was their only Grammy nomination? Was it really? Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. Um, it makes sense. It makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a rumor that they were going to come back. I heard that. This time last year. What happened? Well, now they're actually, <laughs> I don't know, they completely disbanded it. 
Um, oh, yeah. And what they're doing now is remaking them with a whole new lineup. Oh. Um, oh, I think you told me that yeah. someone from GRL might be... No, um, no. Pia Mia. Remember Pia Mia? Oh, yeah, yeah. Touch, one of my favorite songs. She's going to be the lead. Basically. Oh, yeah. So it, it, I'm a little concerned because it sounds like, great, they have a lead. Like, it might they might do the same mistake, which is why they kind of end up breaking up because all the girls were like, we want to sing. We want to yeah, have were attention, you know? Kind of so, jealous of Nicole. Yeah, I don't have high expectations for it. But anyways, that was my second choice for top pop girl group song that made my short list so i am right on board with you there what is yours my final one mm-hmm. my final one is from the one and only destiny's child uh, i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> what <And> song <laughs> well if you let me talk i'll get i'll let you know i'm stuttering right now it's independent women part oh. one. Oh, why not I, part two I don't think there was a part two. <laughs> By Destiny's Child. Take a listen. Try to control me, boy, you get dismissed. Pay my own funnel and I pay my own bills. Always 50-50 in relationships. The shoes on my feet, I buy. The clothes I'm wearing, I buy. The rock I'm rocking, I buy. Cause I depend on me if I want it. The watch I'm wearing, I buy. The house I live. Independent Women Part One by so Destiny's did, Child. <laughs> we found out there is a part two, and yes. it's a very funky. Starts like a, it's like a circus-like song. Um, <laughs> don't listen to it. <laughs> yeah, I had no idea it existed. So there's probably a good reason for that. Um, but this was um, the first single for the Charlie's Angels soundtrack, mm-hmm. um, and they mentioned Charlie in the song. Um, to kind of reference that connection. Yeah. Um, but really this song is about female empowerment and the fact that if you're a woman, you don't need a man. And they say multiple times throughout the song, I bought this, I bought that, I bought mm-hmm. this. So I'm paying for all these things myself, so I don't need any man to support me financially. So I really love the message of it. And um, I mean can't say enough about Beyonce, who's the star of the group. And Destiny's Child definitely skyrocketed her her career and got her to where she is now. Um, But her vocals reign supreme on this song. And um, the other... Always does. Yeah. The other members, they offer some nice harmonies, but... Um, Beyonce is the star of the show. Well, and I think the song, honestly, it's so funny because it's like, I remember being from the soundtrack and I remember being obsessed with Charlie's Angels, the movie. Mm-hmm. Because you love Cameron Diaz. Yeah, I love Cameron Diaz. <laughs> uh, little little fact about me. Um, and the sound, the song is like what, when a soundtrack goes right, you know, like mm-hmm. they actually have a hit song that helps Promote the movie. Yeah. Um, so I remember the, the the video was very themed in the, like a Charlie's Angels like right. way. Um, it's it's a good song, I would say. You know, I remember being obsessed with it as a kid, and I would say it's definitely age well. It's one of those songs that 
if you hear a couple of drinks, you're, you're still going to like pop your head to it. Yeah. I mean, because it has Beyonce on it, I'm sure people will listen to it today, but, um, now don't diss the other two ladies. No, Kelly Rowland and Michelle, Michelle Williams <laughs> also is, is a force to be reckoned with, but, um, their careers didn't really, um, catapult like Beyonce's did. So, um, you got to give credit. Kelly, Kelly has some good dance hits. She does. I will agree I with that. I up for her, my girl. <laughs> um, I just read, did you know that there was supposed to be a fourth member that her vocals are actually could be heard on this song? Oh, really? Yeah. Farrah Franklin. Mm-hmm. I guess she was on the on the group lineup for a very short period, but then she was dismissed. Um, I thought that was also true for Say My Name, how they had... Oh, well, yeah, that's a whole... Yeah, that's a, they had, like... A different lineup then, but like they went through multiple different lines where they landed three. Yeah, because for say say my name, they had a toy locket. I think. Yeah, they had her being one of the vocalists, but then for the video, they had different people portraying. Did they? um, The actual members of the group. Yeah. Yeah, they went through a couple of different transitions. Mess and a half. Yeah. But they end up landing well. Yeah, I feel I feel like the tail end of their career um, solidified a little better than the beginning of their career. So, yeah, for sure. Um, they also had another really good hit in Survivor. That's a really good. Yeah, song. I mean, yeah, they have plenty of good hits. I don't know. I don't know if I picked this one as my favorite from Dusty's Child, but they have a lot of great songs in their catalog. Yeah, and I like how most of them are along the lines of female empowerment because that's what the girl group should be. It should yeah. be all about. Women sticking together and standing up for each other. Yeah. So that's my third and final girl group song. What is your Goodness, final song? mine already? Yes. Um, well, it's going to be a little song that we love so much. Oh. Um, it's called Ugly Heart. Yes. By GRL. Um, have we ever talked about GRL in this podcast? No, never. Wow. Well, GRL, just take a listen and we'll talk a bit more after. Here you go. This little heart and brain of mine say we're through with you And I wonder does it blow your mind That I'm leaving you far behind I wonder does it stop your heart to know You're not my sunshine anymore Okay, you're pretty, your face is a work of art Your smile could light up New York City after dark That was my final, our final pick, which is Ugly Heart by GRL. Um, GRL is a girl group for those not familiar. Uh, they came out around, God, what, 2000 and I would say 2012, 2013. Sounds about right. Um, so originally, they were actually um, going to be Pussycat Dolls 2.0. Um, made by Robin Anton, the same creator of the Pussycat Dolls. And then they were, like, having a lot of issues with it. I think people kind of were not liking the idea, the concept. Mm-hmm. So they changed to GRL, which is, uh, I think they were marketing themselves as, a you know, bubblegum, like, almost like a modern day of the Spice Girls. Mm-hmm. Ever grow their own personality. Um, a lot of them are UK-based, right? Um, no, actually. No? Just okay. one. Okay. Um, and it's a hodgepodge of women, I think... The one from the UK was also in another girl group. Um, one of them has a famous father, Simone Battle, uh, who passed away, unfortunately, is uh, was a contestant on the X Factor season one. Oh, I didn't know um, that. Yeah, I remember like 
seeing her and I was like rooting her mm-hmm. on so bad, but she never made it that far. Um, but regardless, the track that we just played was their official first single. Mm-hmm. Um, they had buzz tracks and um, it really started to blow up in that kind of early fall 2000 and I think it was 14 actually even. Mm-hmm. Um, but the track was produced by Dr. Luke, it who was. it was 2014. Perfect. Um, produced by Dr. Luke, who we all know is a very bad, bad guy. Um, but this was his baby of a group. It was like his, his little, his little mold. Yeah. And I mean, he's moved on since then, as we've talked about him with Kim Petras and, um, other artists, but, um, I mean, you can't deny his production and his, oh God, yeah. his songwriting he knows how to ability. Make yeah. And just speaking from a personal note, this is a song that for our friend group has really been kind of a solidifying anthem, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one we've, we love this song. We've all loved when we've gone on road trips, when we've danced at different parties. So, um, yeah, it's it's just a unifying type of song. And it's about liking someone, but honestly, but, you know, they have an ugly heart. Yeah. You know, and it's a simple concept, but it's just fun and flirty, you mm-hmm. know? It's, it's a really good track. Um, it honestly doesn't really sound like much of what else they released, because they, too, like Fifth Harmony, they actually were coming out around the same time Fifth Harmony was, um, a little bit semi-competitive with each other, mm-hmm. trying to find their voice, you know, what, what their music sound is going to be like. And they found it with this. But mm-hmm. then, unfortunately, right around the time this was really kind of becoming big, Simone Battle, who was one of their members, committed suicide, right. um, allegedly due to, like, financial troubles that she had mm. um, and depression. So, um, And they did try to do, like, a revamp of yeah. the group. This is, like, the saddest girl group story because they, they had the makings of being big. Mm-hmm. They had the same manager as Britney Spears. Um, same, you know, the management company, the top producers. Um, but yeah, no, they just, they couldn't make it because of the, the death, you know, they had the, yeah, that tragedy. Yeah. They, they went down to four, but then they just went on hiatus cause they said, we can't do it. It's too much. Yeah. And it was because of the death, like the members of the group couldn't, couldn't bear the thought of just continuing yeah. on without yeah. Simone as part of the group. So, I mean, although I think... They did try it as a threesome, yes. Yeah, so they they went to um, a threesome, and they uh, was two of the original members and one new member who was sisters of another girl group that um, Lauren was uh, in hmm. previously. Uh, we did you come? You didn't come that day, no. No, I we, did not see that. We saw them live. the new. We saw <laughs> the new troop ready um, at a local gay bar, and they were great. Honestly, like they did really fucking well. Um, they also released two new songs about like a year and a half, two years ago. Um, unfortunately, I don't think they're going to do it much anymore. They just canceled a UK tour they were going to go mm-hmm. on at the top of 2019. And um, on Twitter, the one was like, yeah, we're not really focusing on that right now. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. It's a sad story of what could have been. Yeah, for sure. What I do love about this song is that unlike some of the other groups we've talked about where there, there seems to be one girl that stands out above the, yeah. the rest of the group each yeah, voice in this song is is highlighted and you're really able to see the distinct um, nature of each of their voices because they all are different but they all complement 
one another really well. Yeah, and like just in the general, the group, there wasn't one central person that they tried to to make the the main girl, mm-hmm. um, which I liked about it because yeah. it was so different than the Pussycat Dolls, which is what they were originally going to be, right? And everyone shared the limelight equally, which maybe is why they never made it as huge. It Possibly, could be, honestly, but um, they just were an amazing pop girl group, and the song is amazing. The song is. I'll say it right now. It's one of the best girl group songs of all time. Yeah. I won't say it's the best, but it's one of the best. Yeah. No. So, well, that's that's an end to our discussion on girl group yeah. songs. Yeah, so what is your favorite of your three tracks, Drew? And tell us what those tracks were. Okay, so let me look back. My three tracks were Sledgehammer by Fifth Harmony. Slayhammer. <laughs> Damage by... Danity Kane and Independent Independent Women Part One by Destiny's Child, and I have to say this one's pretty easy. I'd say Sledgehammer um, is the best of those three. It's just got um, that that notorious pop sound to it, and um, it's what made me fall in love with Fifth Harmony in the first place. So that's that's my choice. Um, well, I had No More, Baby, I'm a Do-Ride by 3LW, mm-hmm. Pussy Get Dolls, Stick With You, With You, I should say, and <laughs> Ugly Heart by GRL, Sorry Drew, I'm gonna pick Stick With You. Wow! I, yeah, Ugly Heart's a great track, but Stick With You is timeless, and that song will always kind of hold a place. I mean, hell, it was Grammy nominated too, you know, like the mm-hmm. fact that I learned that does definitely make sense. Um, and I think like heart is good, but it just never reached the mass appeal that it could have. Sure. Um, it won't be popular 20 years. No, God, no. And it's sad, but, um, yeah, sick with you is just like always has a place in my heart. Fair enough. I, I do like that one. So good. Just a lot of good girl group songs we have. So that concludes our episode on, what is it, favorite girl group songs. Mm-hmm. Um, we hope that you all are enjoying this kind of new series of profiling different artists and, and type of, of groups, episodes. episodes. Um, again, if you need or want to hear more of the music that we play snippets of, you can go to bopptothismusic.com. Yep, we will post all of the music that we just mentioned on that website. Yeah. As long as well as uh, all of our social media outlets, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. At Bop to This Music. All right, that's a wrap. Anything else you want to say? No, I just wanted to say thank you all for listening and uh, take tune. We have a lot more fun stuff coming up. Yep. Bye, guys. Bye.